Nervous there, Maddie. Can't figure out the buttons to push, mate. Oh, what are you? Are you a little bit nervous? What are you doing? See, well, I think this is a really good idea, and this is a shout out to all ladies as well because I have to be honest and say I never go and get fitted for underwear, and we're a lot of us are walking around with the incorrect size. But really, Maddie, this is a test for you as well because you made this comment on the show last week. Thinking about buying lingerie for my wife. Because we've just had a baby. Do it. Ready to get back oh, in the no, saddle wait, soon. No, you just had a baby. Don't buy a no. Not yet. I would wait forever. <laughs> <laughs> and, and not do that. Well, uh, what size is she, Maddie? I don't know. I'll work it out. I'm going to do it. I'll report back. I'm going to do it. Good luck. Support me, guys. <laughs> Say that's a good idea. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Whatever you. your wife wants. <laughs> Now, Maddie. Oh, just pick a microphone right, okay, to talk I'm sorry, into, for okay, God's sake. Right. I don't, you're a little bit nervous and you can go on Facebook at the moment because we're Facebook living this and the studio's got ridiculously beautiful because I have four beautiful models in here with me at the moment. Two of them are wearing lingerie, the other two are wearing swimwear. And just to make sure that I've you never get... had so many scantily clad women in a room with me ever before. <laughs> I know, Just so time, you know, this has never happened. And they've all given you new permission to look, okay? So you... Now I have to guess. You know what? That's the first time I looked. I've avoided, like, <laughs> I've, I've, been, I've been, like, making eye contact wow. with you. Dead no, set the whole so time. red. He's gone Come red on. as well. These wow. girls yeah. are very comfortable. They're all models for swimwear and underwear. They're very comfortable. And you are going to go through and see if you can choose their bra size. No, I you need cannot the size make me do this. Yeah, Maddie, yeah. you, like, the other day you said you were so confident that you could wander into the, the lingerie shop and go, I'll have that one right there because you can tell by sight your wife's size. Now, I am joined by Anita and Amber. Anita is from Sequence and San. You can check it out at Ashgrove and Amber from Intimo. Now, how important is it to get the right size? Oh, it's just so incredible. You know, when women feel confident, when they've got the correct size bra and they've been correctly fitted uh, with the, the right... Uh, you know, style of bra and shape, they Mm. just completely, it changes their outfit and their confidence. And when a woman is walking around confident, it's a butterfly effect throughout her entire family. What about if a guy gets the wrong size? (laughs) 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 It's funny you say that because I actually spoke to Claire and I said, Claire, would you want a guy to buy you underwear? I think so, but I would want him to check with me the size before he bought it. I wouldn't yep. just want him to guess because, you know, it's but something... the idea is I wanted it to be a surprise. Yeah, so this was, And this is meant to be, like, I wanted to do it as a nice thing. I'm thinking date night, nice yep. dinner, come home, mm-hmm. there they are, ready to go. That's yeah. a present for you, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know yeah. it's for me. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised. You know. Amber, would you say, though, that a lot of women wear the wrong bra size anyway when they're picking their own bras? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 85% of women are actually walking around in the wrong size so bra he would anyway. have to be in the 15% of females that get it right <laughs> in order for this to work. Yeah. And do you know what? It's really hard to walk into a department store and actually know because, you know, the girls know here that you walk into a department store yeah. and there's a sea of yeah. shape and colour and style and sometimes you just got no idea where yeah. to start. So yeah. you do need to find it, you know, definitely a fit specialist. Is this a good idea? The guys laughed at me about this. I was thinking bottle of wine. I have a ho- I just go and buy a whole heap yep. of lingerie. She hits a bottle of wine. Lingerie, not wine. Uh, <laughs> no, a lot of wine too. While she's asleep, yep. passed out, 
I just oh try, I tried them on and just checked. No, yep, that's the one. So wrong. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anita's got like no, the I know. Yeah. No. I did it with the engagement ring. Oh, that well, that's a little different because okay. it's diamonds. Yeah, okay. it's diamonds. No, okay. That's what I have to deal with, Amber. That's what I have to are deal you, with. Are you ready to do this? No. So, well, Matt. So, Brisbane, what, what we have here, if you're not watching on Facebook Live right now, we have four beautiful women uh, wearing pretty much swimsuits uh, in the studio. And, Maddie, you're about to, this is like going to be a brand new game show. We're going to pitch to Shine. We're going to get it on Channel 10 primetime. Maddie. Man, man dies in front of crowd. <laughs> That's what it's going to be called. Uh, you are going to attempt to get top. And bottom size, or just top size. Just, let's just go with um, bra size because I think that's going to be the difficulty. Um, oh, so first up, we have Charlie. This. Charlie's actually an Intimo Intimo model, so you okay. normally model underwear. Yeah, quite often actually. Yeah. Okay. See if you can have a guess. So, so I just have to throw throw a letter out there. Well, you've got the first number. <laughs> so number a, and letter. B. Yeah. A number and a letter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so the first size. We'll oh, so start, starts at eight, and and we go through to twenty four. So I mean, you can. So each letter has an eight to twenty four. Well, no, you've got eight to twenty four, and then yeah. you've got cup size, which is like from the alphabet. Like and alphabet. just to, to help you out here, Abby, you've already you've already presented this fact to the world. What what letter is your letter, Abby? See, I I mean, I'm an eight E. Okay. Or an eight F. Starting point. Good to know. Okay. Okay. Eight, that gives you some eight some F, reference. Eight F. Why do I feel like we're playing Battleship? Uh, <laughs> six, six D. Six D. Miss. Six D. Um, Charlie, what size are you wearing? Twelve B. Massive miss. Next, quick, next one. Okay. All right, Once you've so, offended them, you need to just okay, win so to get through it. Next, we have another intimo model. We've got Laura. See if you can guess what size she's wearing. Laura is a. Five no, B. Sorry, it starts at eight. It starts at eight. Huh? Oh, sorry. <laughs> She's a eight, eight B. Eight B. No. Miss. She's a ten oh, D. Ten D. You weren't even close. <laughs> is it better to go? Is are you more offended that I didn't say you were bigger? Or no, it's just normal. I wouldn't be okay. Yeah, with it's that. just normal. I don't it's think we're really normal. offended by what. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're not really <laughs> offended by what no. size we are. We're comfortable with it. We just don't want you to get it. So incredible. If one of my family members are ringing, can you uh, listening? Please ring up and pretend there's been a death in the family. <laughs> there's about and, to be. And I've got to go. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of support for you on the Facebook Live. Uh, Ren's just saying, don't do it. You can't win if you get the wrong size. <laughs> Either way, don't don't attempt this. It's too late, Ren. He's, yeah. He's, okay. He's okay. knees deep right now. Facebook Live. They're probably doing better than you. So next up, we have Asia. She's wearing some beautiful um, swimwear. What size do you think she is? Nine F. Oh, bang, straight in. 9F. Yep, 16 correct. 16D. Oh. No, no, not correct. Maddie, 16D. I, I'm, of course yeah. I'm guessing. I've yeah. never touched them. Yeah. I don't know what no. they are. Oh, you don't need touch. to touch okay. things, Maddie. 16D. I don't know, okay. So she's 16D. This okay, is your yeah. last opportunity. All righty, okay. Claire, so, so far, you're three ready? zip. Look at, the, look at that! Look at that! Look was that! Look was here. We go, loser! Here we go, loser! Okay, ten. They're helping. Thirteen. Help him. Fifth, eighteen. They're helping. Eight, uh, eighteen. Get Larry Emder on the phone. Higher. Eighteen yeah. F. Higher. Oh, yeah. well done! You were given that one. You were given that one. Oh, ladies, thank you so much for coming in. I think that we haven't helped you at all, Maddie, but maybe... I think we've shown you that it's folly, that it is complete folly, and you should just give her a gift voucher to pick her own. 
No, she'll come home with something beige, and it, you know, she'll she'll go she'll go comfort. Do you know Which what, Maddie? Which is what she wants then. Well, get a store with good uh, do you know what? Get a, I am yeah. more than happy to help you. I will more than happy give offer her of bra fitting, which is what we do, and I can come around give her a fitting. You can pick it. I'll have her size then. Fantastic. You can pick it, and then boom, you're done. Should I bring? Should I bring, do it. And we can bring do the wine? same for the swimwear as well. So you know, right. you can. We can. Long as you know the size. Look at him. Look, he's listening. Go going conquer. Nah, okay? I'm going to try and wing it. After all that, he's still going to try and wing it. Ladies, thank you so much yeah. for coming oh, in. Thank you so us. much. Just, I'm just going to buy some sequins and stick them onto our old undies. And go, Look, <laughs> there's a brand new. No. It's Steph, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Today. Hey, today's going to be a very important day. A, a very important <laughs> day because song. they are clearing the first shipment um, through customs of medicinal marijuana. And I always say, if you don't agree with it, um, I don't know if you've watched a family member or a close friend um, suffer through cancer. Because I know that my, um, in my grandfather, he had he was so so much pain through yeah. cancer that he had it, and this is back in um, the seventies. Yeah, and I've had close friends of mine that had it through their oh, cancer so your, your treatment. Gra- your grandfather used medicinal marijuana yeah, for my, pain relief. Yeah, my nana used to apparently grow it just because it was the only thing pain relief um, when he stopped all treatment. Right. Yeah. So back in the day, and I've had um, yeah friends who've used it throughout their cancer suffering, and That's I kind of go. Also true that they use it for people with uh, eating disorders. Yeah, yeah. To, to increase to appetite. appetite. Yeah. Make them hungry. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's also it's not just it's not just cancer. Abby. There's a somebody close that I know that had um, multiple sclerosis. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. It was the only thing that would take the pain away. Yeah. It was the only thing that would take the pain away. Yeah, and for a lot of people that have severe cramps yeah. through different illnesses as well, we'll use it. But um, first, yeah, I have friend who just friends who just have it to watch The Simpsons. Well, it's <laughs> weird when you go to California because it has been legal there for some time, and yeah. you walk on the boardwalk and people come up and say. Have you got a headache? Have you got, you know, and you're like, you're like I don't no. think so. I've like, got a doctor here if you want to see him. Do you have a headache? Yeah, and oh, you're like, what? Yeah, I do. But Am I there, a nimbin? There has been a group of people that I'm just fascinated by over in California, and they're nuns. Yeah. Well, they say they're nuns. They're sisters, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and they wear the full nun outfit, and the they habit. grow marijuana for medicinal purposes. It's a little bit of them. It makes me feel very special that I get to come out here and tend these plants every day. Each and every one of these plants turns into medicine for a number of patients. We want to reconnect to Mother Earth. Part of that is just ritual and ceremony. It's more to us about treating the cannabis plant with severe respect. That's kind of our holy time. That's where we want to be praying and infusing healing intent into our medicine. Now, they, um, they're called the Sisters of Valley, and they've been generating so much money through growing it. They're not affiliated to any sort of religion, but completely stay in the nun uniform. Okay. Okay. Hang on. Hang on a second. Does anyone hear this? This is holes being poked in the story. <laughs> what? They're nuns, but they don't have any religion. Yeah, well, they're all dressed as nuns. They do ceremonies. They do, like, masses that they hold. They even do blessings of the plants. I guess when they ask to, what religion do you follow? None. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, then. Yeah, but... <laughs> Where Maddie, are like, well, they went to all, Catholic all it, schools. But all, all it needs, Maddie, all you need is more than one person to both agree in a certain doctrine. They go, yep, okay, that's our religion, and that's yeah. what they believe in. If that's what they if, believe in, that's what they believe in. If you had to purchase it, I kind of go, oh, what, they're doing prayers on that one. 
Yeah, that sounds better. No, but this this sounds this sounds like this is the the sounds like okay, they're nuns. They're not up to no good. You know, surely well, not. Nuns. We trust them. Exactly. I wonder right. if they go through with every exactly. of it, every part of being in the sisterhood. Are you talking about like celibacy? Yeah. Oh. Well, I guess mm. they're smoking so much, they might not be bothered. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> that, too late. That's, <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like the cops swamping on a house that people like growing ice in, and you're dressed as a nun. They go, oh, okay, all good. No worries. Everything's clearly fine. We just yeah. wanted to stay awake to pray. Well, well of course in nuns California. are going to be into yeah. drugs, though, because they've all got a habit. Uh, <laughs> oh. I don't get it. They're compassionate. That's what it's called. I've only said the word habit like five times since we started this. I love when Maddie laughs and then he's like, no, I I give it a second. I don't get it. But but what you're saying is like the first shipment of medicinal marijuana is arriving in Queensland today. Yes. So there is a potential for a new order of the Sisters of the Valley to be founded here in Brisbane. Well, even in the Valley, it makes sense. See? Yeah. We're just sisters from the Valley. And we, we compassionately grow these things. The phones are going to be ringing off the hook at Domino's, that is for sure. No, I don't think that's how it works. Sure well, it does. I, I don't feel like pizza is what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Wake up with Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Do you know how occasionally you'll get that story of a uh, mystery lotto winner goes un- unclaimed? <gasps> And I feel like it's me, and I haven't even bought a lotto ticket. You know, you, you, know, think, you oh, feel like you got me, a... right? Yeah. yeah. I didn't remember. Yeah. Purchased in Victoria. Oh, could still be oh, me. Still. Was there three years ago? Yeah. <laughs> well, you might have seen on the news the exact opposite of that, uh, because there's a story getting around at the moment about someone in Queensland who, instead of winning a lot of money, yeah, is in a little bit of the shit. Have a listen. A mystery Queensland driver has racked up an incredible unpaid fines debt of nearly $400,000. Experts say it's the biggest single debt they've seen, but it begs the question, how could this happen? Whoever the person is, he or she is a travelling train wreck when it comes to racking up debts. It's hard to imagine. I mean, that's, that's an awfully big figure. The mystery driver has more than 1,500 individual infringements, mostly unpaid toll fines. 1,500. He better hope that he is also a mystery lotto winner somewhere as well. <laughs> I don't understand. Why is it a mystery? What are they doing? Wearing a balaclava and not yeah. having a one of those toll things? Because you know how it goes, do when you go through and I go, oh, great, yeah. more money. Yeah. Yeah. It's connect- and they, mine's connected to my credit card. So beep yeah. means thank you for your $5.20. Yeah. Beep, beep means you're getting low. Beep, 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 we just swipe fitty off you. Yeah, well, I never yeah. used to have a, a toll beeper, uh, and I would do that thing where you've got three days to pay it. Yes. If you didn't pay it, yeah. it jumped up so quickly. It got up to like 150 bucks in a week if you didn't pay it back. No. Yeah, so yeah, no, qu- yeah. That's, that's one of two questions here. A, there are, you know, how do we not know who this person is? Yeah. And B, the first thing the news reader says was experts say it's... How do you go, I'm an expert in toll collection? That is my job. <laughs> and then they're called debt collectors. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, guy, special it's a guy people in... that knock at your door and you try and Reach jump Have you ever the had back. them? I've had them. Yeah, they are I no have. fun. Well, no. With, the, with the leather gloves and the rat's towel and stuff. They like are humorous boy. people, Maddie. <laughs> they don't take jokes. And often they, they don't knock. Because no. they wait for you when you're coming home. Oh. So yeah. they stay in how, the car. How au fait are you with these people? <laughs> um, in, in Sydney, we had issues with rent. Um, yeah, and they don't... But they if don't, these people can not... find you, $400,000 yeah. of fines can't find you. Yeah. How can that be a mystery? Do you think it gets to a point where they go, let's just let this go for as long as we can? Because they're going to get all the money. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, that, that guy, but let's just... 
What if someone's driving like a dead family member's car or something and they haven't put it through? Maybe that's what it is. So this person may not even be around anymore. But but the person driving the car is responsible because if you have a loan car, you have to pay for it. What are you just? (laughs) I was just like, "Wee!" Are you just doing laps of the gateway and the Logan Motorway, just like all day to get four hundred thousand dollars? No, I think it's just yeah. I think what Steph said once it's unpaid because we pay a fortune in tolls every year because going to the airport and then my husband was working Mm. Northside and it's so expensive. If you're going through there like twice a day, even some of them three times a day, and then you don't pay them, that would rack up pretty quickly. There is people driving over the gateway right now and through Legacy Way, sweating. Yeah. Like people who do it every day, listening mm. to us right now, yeah. this is probably you. Yes, you. Yeah. Yes. yes. T- turn turn the radio up. Are you trying to make yeah. people say happier, Maddie? Yeah. That's right, Stephen. <laughs> Remember, we know. You know when you go through the tunnels and it says put on your radio. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't realise that they can talk. Yeah. And I remember the first time, I was so shocked. I was like, oh, my God, that's so weird that they're talking and I'm going through the same tunnel. That's such a coincidence. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said yeah. it out loud in the car that time too. Um, no, I did, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> so how do I get a job doing that voiceover? Thirteen ten sixty. You've actually got it right now. Uh, Thirteen ten sixty. We've got first calls coming up next where you can talk about anything, but we thought we'd theme it up. The highest amount of fines yeah. that you've racked up. Maybe you're sitting on it now and you're paying it off. Um, I had a friend who, in parking fines in Melbourne, she got up to $35,000. So what did they do? They put it in wow. installment plans to pay back? She had to go to court. Yeah. She cr- cried about it a little bit. They brought it, bumped it down a bit, and then oh. she's gone on a payment plan. Yeah. Was she just, like, parking in the middle of Federation Square and then just walking to work and she was coming just, back? And just ignoring them. Every day she got a parking fine. She was going through a breakup and was just like, ah, I've got big, better things to deal with, and then eventually it all caught up with It's her. what people do with credit cards. Once you max down and you keep yeah. getting the interest, it's like, la, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear what I'm reading. <laughs> Next thing you know, a bloke out the front who doesn't knock. Yeah. Yeah. John in Wishart's giving us call first calls. You've got some fines there, John. Yeah, guys. Good morning. Morning. Yeah, okay. Hey, um, yeah, so not, nothing like that, but um, I didn't pay a toll invoice on time, and one night I went through the Clem Jones Tunnel northbound and got uh, fined $170 one way, <gasps> and uh, on the way home I got charged again by the Brisbane City Council another $170, so it was $340 within two hours. Whoa. Why did you get yeah. fined? Because you hadn't been paying tolls? Be- yeah, because, no, just because I hadn't paid my outstanding balance on my GoVira account. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Ouch. You know, I get to use the tolls for free. How's that? Scooter. Scooters do you mean, use Scooters the tolls don't have to pay free? tolls. Uh-huh. No, he just reaches back with his hand and That's covers his number what? plate. Motorbikes, and scooters. Because they're better for the environment. No, that's really? that's so unfair. Why? I'm pretty sure it's true. You still Unless I'm that guy. Maybe you're the dude! You're the dude! I'm like, I'm like 75% sure that's true. No, it's true. It's true. Right, I'm going to Google. Scooters I'm and motorbikes don't, don't have uh, to pay do cars. You, I don't know if I agree with that. Car, Carl is... Buy a scooter. Car, Carl, is in no, the recent, no. Sorry. Carl is in the recently dewatered Yatla. Uh, Carl, welcome to the show. Are you in a bit of a spot of bother with fines, mate? Yeah, I um I got a eighteen hundred and forty dollar fine um in one go for running a red light. That is, it, wow. that's just exceptional. I know, I couldn't believe it. I was driving um towards 
the uh, where the Yakka Showgrounds are yeah. um, heading north, and um, on that highway, on that uh, main road there, there's a, a red light just under the um, underpass on the bridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I pulled through there in a, in a bus. Um, I think it's because it's registered in a business name, and they and they gave me an eighteen hundred and thirty eight dollar fine. No, it's because they find everyone on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps, it's, yeah, it's collective. Sure. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Brittany's on from Samford. We're talking fine still. What do you got? Hi. Hey. hey. Um, so basically, when I was in year 12, I got one of those fines for not traveling with my student ID card. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's like $200. Wow. So then, me being like 16, 17, didn't want to tell my parents. So I kind of just was like, oh, yeah, I'll just kind of forget about it. <laughs> Um, yeah. So then, like, fast forward to the next year, I go to get my P, like, my license to drive myself. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't paid it, and I went, and they were like, there's actually, like, a month or two in your logbook where you actually are driving unlicensed because your license was suspended because you still haven't paid it, and it's up to $375 now. Oh, no. So I had to pay. I had to pay $375, and then I had to go back and do, like, two months more hours of driving. Oh. And then go through my They'll catch you. Hey, done a bit of research on the internet webs. Yes. It's Stav, isn't it? Stav. State for the court one more time what you believe about scooters and motorbikes. That they do not have to pay the tolls. Okay. Motorbikes, Uh two-wheeled motor vehicles, including vehicles with a trailer, Uh are classified as a class one Uh vehicle. If you look at the toll costs and uh, tolling, yes, my friend, two-wheeled vehicles need to pay tolls. I gotta go right Le- now. <laughs> Legacy Way is two forty seven. Clem seven two forty seven. Go between bridge a dollar fifty four. Where else would you go? Logan Lee only eighty three cents. Oh, that explain. I just I was just sorry. That explains. I just got an email from my wife that I didn't understand. She says, "I love you. It's not free. It's on my bloody account." Dev, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Four. Spoil mum this Mother's Day and enjoy high tea in the award-winning Bacchus Restaurant South Bank. $69 per person includes a glass of Moet Chandon and a beautiful gift for mum. Wake me up before you leave. It is. It's Abby's. I'm too excited to sleep. Nap Club. You do not talk about Nap Club. <sighs> Oh, it just makes me happy hearing that. For Mother's Day, we want to do something a little bit different because so many people are sleep deprived. It's quite dangerous as well. They say it's like yeah. driving over the limit. Yeah. yeah. So we thought the gift, the gift that you just can't buy yourself or you feel guilty for it, I don't. So you just register. Hit105.com.au. <laughs> it's a gift of sleep. I think a lot of people need to recharge. Yeah. So we're going to get a group of ladies that are going to go out for dinner at a very reasonable time. We're going to open the kitchen. 5.30pm <laughs> or 6 o'clock. It's going to annoy the chef. I'm meant yeah. to be prepping food, yeah. not yeah, cooking. Yeah. It's all the retirees and us. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to go up to our hotel room, which is beautiful, and just sleep. You can bring a friend if you want as well. This, I believe would be a world radio first. Giving, giving away, away sleep. sleep? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's always like, holidays to LA, $1 million, $10,000. Hit 105, the station that sends you the sleep. Yeah, <laughs> in, a no, good way. in a good Let's way. Let's be honest, though, when you are really up against it, when you can't remember your own name, when you can't do simple change maths in your head, 
Mm. You'd be like, I would give everything in my life for three hours of uninterrupted sleep. Yeah. And well, that's what we're giving that, away. Yeah. What are you going for, though? This is going to be amazing. What are we going for? So, like, when you go, say, hours of sleep. Yeah. Like, what... You know, well, you know we Fitbit, always say... On my Fitbit last night, I got five hours, Yeah, which is um, probably standard. I think, I, I mean, I'd love seven. Is that too indulgent? Go for eight. I'd go, go for eight. Goal. I don't think I could do it. Go for the standard. 13, 10, 60. Well, no, sorry. Hit105.com.au. You click on the win page. One person that has done that is Samantha. Morning, Samantha. Morning. How are you? We're good. Now, why do you need All a good night? All the women sound tired when we talk to them. <laughs> why do you need a good night's sleep? Uh, I've got three young kids, uh, one seven, one four, and one two, and I haven't had a good night's sleep for probably about eight years oh. from before I was pregnant, so I need it. <laughs> Do they wake up in the night, or is it just my kids? No, oh, they all, all wake up. Yeah. Some, most, sometimes we've got all three of them in our bed, so yeah, they always wake up. <laughs> What is the idea of having eight hours of uninterrupted sleep in a hotel room with blackout curtains? What does that make you feel? Heaven. Oh, my God. The thought of that is just, oh, that would be amazing. Absolutely amazing. Okay, so I'm going to hook you up on the phone now with a man who hasn't heard you say that in a long time, probably. It's your husband, (laughs) Dane, joins us. Hey, Dane. Hey, babe. G'day, how are you? (laughs) So, Dane, Samantha's going to come along, so she might not be coming home one night. Is that Okay. That's fine. She deserves it. Oh, gorgeous man! Yeah, Samantha, you can bring a friend. Everything is going to be organised. We're going to get pajamas. You even get a Fitbit just to monitor and brag about how much sleep you got. Oh wow! Thank you so much. That's so good. So, Dane, how are you thinking? And gonna... then when you come, when yeah. you come back, I might be able to have a few hours at the pub. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. See, that, I was thinking, Dane's very happy to be home alone with the kids. Of course, he's got his, the partner points are yeah. going to go through yeah. the, the bloody scales room. of justice oh, swinging yeah. the other way. Well Dane, done, don't Dane. get me wrong. Maddie's already thinking about what he wants for Father's Day. Um, it's going to be a different version of Nap Club, I'm sure. Yep. I'm Pub not- Club. Yeah. Pub, Pub Club. Club. Okay, all right. Come on, stop it. <laughs> okay, let's focus on this. It's about the mums for now, not it about is, us boys. It is. So you can register at hit105.com.au, but I'm looking forward to meeting you, Samantha. We're going to go out for a beautiful dinner and then just sleep. You too, Abby. That sounds so good. Thank you so much. Good luck, Dane. Uh, on your own with the three kids, mate. Uh, hit105.com.au. Spoil that special someone and stay in luxurious redesigned guest rooms and suites at Ridges South Bank for the ultimate Brisbane escape. Or just nap. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. I was reading a story yesterday that I was horrified by and I sent it through to you guys to read as well. It's pretty heavy, but I, breakups are hard. Yeah, Everybody yeah. knows that. Especially hard when children are involved uh-huh. mm-hmm. and custody rights and also uh, child payment is quite difficult. And I feel for anyone having to go through child support issues and going through the courts because it is quite hard and expensive as well. And it's like the kids are the ones that suffer from it. But here's a scary one from a guy that is currently paying child support for a child that he's never met and didn't intend on having. The guy goes on, they've changed his name, they've called him Patrick. He said that he met a girl online, started chatting to her on Facebook in 2010. She lived uh, a few hours away. They organised to meet up one weekend, went and met up, went out for a few too many drinks she, he ended up at back at her house. 
The next day he left, called her. She didn't have anything to do with it, didn't return calls. So I thought, obviously, this is just a one night, Mm -hmm. intimate thing. She doesn't want anything else. Never called her back. Twelve weeks later, she called up and said, we need to talk and said, I'm pregnant. And he's like, wait a minute, why didn't you call me before the 12 weeks? Well, you you think you would know by three months in that something yeah. was up. Certainly at, at four weeks, maybe yeah. at eight weeks. Yeah. And he feels like she had done it deliberately after hearing that. She hung up, didn't hear anything for another nine months um, after that child was born. By this stage, he already had another part, partner yeah. um, of two years. And then got a knock on the door from people saying that you've been issued with DNA um, testing. And after that, you have to pay child support. So now he has to pay child support. He says that he's been so stressed in this that he's lost his job, had to sell his house, moved in with his parents. His relationship has broken up because he has been. It's so it's, difficult. It's a tough one, though, because if if it's the fact is he didn't get to be any part of any decision. Well, he did all. make the decision that night not to use anything. But, that's true. But that also, too, is the other hand, is that is, you know, you... He's saying that he was too intoxicated to make a decision. But <sighs> it's, it's, a, it's such a hard one because I remember um, going out with a group of friends that I used to go to school with and one of them was saying, if I don't meet a partner in a, in a year's time, I'm so desperate for having a child, I'm just going to go out and try and get pregnant with a stranger. And said, purpose. but I'd never ask them for child support. But then at the same time, I'm like, then that person has a child out there yeah. and they're not aware of it. Mm, and that child's going to grow up and ask some questions. Yeah. And eventually you're going to want to find the person. Well, it's, it's really, a, it's a really two, two prong question that, that you're asking is like, is the child support system broken yeah. uh, by making like, if, if a case like this, where a man who's never met the kid has nothing to do with the mother He's indebted for 18 years and, you know, has caused financial ruin by this person. Um, or is the child support system fantastic? Because the woman, on the other hand, uh, you know, who never planned to have the kid now yeah. has support. It, it's, it's such a yeah. complicated situation, even if we, before you even bring the kid into it. Yeah. yeah. It looks like it needs to be done on an individual basis, but you can never do that. No. With, with this story too, I did read it when you sent it. Yeah. He is saying he hasn't seen this child. Is that, he is would she, be allowed to though, wouldn't he, if well, he wanted to? They were say, he was saying that it's gone, uh, he needs to pay for lawyers to go to family court and stuff. If, if she has fallen pregnant and he genuinely wants to see his child, yes. who he, yes, is responsible to pay for and should be responsible for paying for, he should not be shut out from seeing the child. No. You don't want me to be part of the child's life for that part. Yeah. Why yeah. should I financially have to pay you um, if he's a good citizen and a hardworking person and not in trouble? Yeah. But it sounds like he's got to sue and take her to court at 500 bucks an hour for the lawyers to well, get yeah. the right to see the kid. And yeah. if he's already on the ropes from the child support payments, he can't afford to do that. I know my friend's just gone through the court system and it cost her $60,000 because she had to pay <sighs> wow. for, you've got to pay like a certain amount if you want to get someone to come in. I think it's like a, a QC to be able to do it. And she actually wanted it to be 50-50. And the judge were like, we don't want to do that. We want to be in the favour of you. And she's like, I don't want this. I want this to be and sort of fair. Fun. But it, yeah, it, it was really quite hard. I guess it, it simply does come down to don't be a fool wrap your tool. Oh, mate. Yeah. You know? It's like the, the Kanye West song is right. 18 years. 18 yeah. years. You've got one of your kids got you for 18 years. There's <laughs> but, a, yeah. Two people I know, well, one woman particularly, much like your mate, Abby, um, wanted a kid really badly, was in her mid-30s, went out, got pregnant, has a baby, uh, never chased the dad. 
And never I always feel, what about, what about that child that never knows that they've got a dad out there? And what about that guy that yeah. doesn't know he's got a child? Maybe I don't, I'm unaware of that. I'm yeah. unaware of if, if they had an agreement. I'm unaware yeah. if, if the, the guy was all right with it. But on the other hand, um, there's, there's a guy I know who uh, had, a, had a thing with a woman who was from overseas. And she basically, she said, look, I've, no, I've got endometriosis. I can't have kids. So they didn't use protection. Uh, and right when um, it was time for her to go back, oh, oops, Daisy, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. And of and course, in that situation, she doesn't want to have to make a decision on that child. She's thought to herself, I'm never going to have kids. Yeah. To her, that's oh, also a, oh, a miracle. You don't believe happened. it? Oh, you think, <laughs> that, you think oh. that was a lie? <laughs> well, right. our phones have already lit up. I'd love to hear from someone if they've been in this situation from both, from both sides. Rachel well, uh, yeah. has given us a call on 1060. What do you think about this? Hi, um, my partner's actually in this situation. Oh, no. Um, so he has a child. Um, she's about seven or eight now. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't know her. He has no contact with her. He does pay child support for her. Um, but he was basically had the same thing. He had a one-night stand. Um, and then she's basically come out and said, hey, I'm pregnant and I'm keeping it. Mm. There's nothing you can do about it. Pay me child support. Does he want anything to do with the child, Rachel? Uh, he he did. He now feels that, like, this girl call, calls somebody else her dad now. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh um, wow. And so okay. now he kind of feels like it's a bit too late. Yeah. He's happy for, like, when she finds out that, you know, he is the father, he's yeah. happy for her to contact him. Yeah. Um, but he just, he does not want to burst into her life now yeah. and be like, Hey, guess what? You know, now I'm your dad. Oh, yeah. That's so hard. Is it? And Rachel, how does, how is it for you guys financially? Is it, it, it? At one point it was, it was awful. Like he, um, he didn't notify them when he lost a job in the 2011 floods where he got made redundant because the, the business, like his job went out of business. They went under. Um, and he never notified um, anyone that he lost his job. Um, and so he ended up like a couple of thousand dollars yeah. behind in child oh, support. No. He was only on Centrelink. And so when we, um, when he was on Centrelink, they've gone, well, you're on, you know, you're a couple thousand dollars behind in your um, Centrelink payment. So we would get, he would get $90 a week. Yeah. From Centrelink and forty five dollars of that went oh, dollars a fortnight. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's tricky. Steve's on. Uh, you've been in this situation, mate. Yeah, I uh, I entered into a relationship for a couple of months with a young lady. Uh, she was told by a doctor that she had endometriosis. She had a child. She would never have children ever again. So we did the deed uh, unprotected. Um, then. The relationship went sort of, I don't know, it just sort of diminished overnight. She disappeared for eight and a half months, wandered back into Brisbane uh, and sort of said, hi, I'm back. Uh, wanted to know if we could catch up and continue on our relationship. And, oh, by the way, you're going to be a dad. Now, she was eight and, a half, eight and a half months pregnant at that stage. Wow. She gave birth. Um, I basically was in the child's life for about maybe four weeks. I got to hold her uh, a couple of times in that period of time. 
Then she went bush. Um, oh, the man. next time I held my daughter, she was 19. Wow. Um, we have a great relationship. She has just made me a grandfather for the oh, second time. That's great. But what people don't understand being a single parent in that situation the only right that you have is to pay yeah, yeah. it will cost you tens of thousands of dollars to fight it yeah. and and if the other party decides to go bush and you go chasing and they move and they move and they move it's it's just fraught with <laughs> Yep. Emotional dis- dis- yeah. dis- and it, uh, destroyal. I think the other side of it too is if you don't, pay, and it's kind of it's such a weird issue because you're kind of in your rights not to. But if you say you don't want to pay, then you look like a scumbag. Well, you have to pay. They chase up your you, financial records yeah. and they yeah. take it you from your tax return. You 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 pay. Yeah. 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 If yeah. you're a responsible human being, you step exactly. up. Exactly. Exactly. There is but, a lot of people out there who are professionals at this. And I can assure you, at stages in my life, it destroyed two relationships that I was in. Um, There was times when I was in excess of 40,000 in arrears. You are capable of earning this in 12 months. You're unemployed, but you are capable of earning $100,000 a year. So you will keep paying maintenance at that rate. Um, If you withdraw your superannuation for a hardship to pay off you know, arrears on your home line because you're in this hole, they will take a third of that as well. Yeah. Oh, Steve, but, I think I'm just so glad that you have a relationship with her now and a good yeah. one as well. Congratulations on the grandchildren. Yeah. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Let's hear it, everyone, for Team Seal. Seal from The Voice joins us right now. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, mate. Uh, we're so glad to be talking to you. Can I say, I'm anxious to see The Voice for two reasons. One, it's a great show. And two, I dig your fashion the whole way through mm. that show. Oh, well, flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go see dinner and a movie. Uh, <laughs> but no, love the show. Are you excited for it coming back? I'm so excited to be back. Um, yeah, so far there has been incredible talent, but a, a real high level of artistry as well, which... Um, is you know is so impressive, and um and what is boy George like to work with? Because I was just telling the guys that I uh, grew up believing that I was going to marry him one day, which was probably unrealistic. But um, what is it? Well, slightly, yeah, yeah. yeah slightly. Yeah. <laughs> I think why. Still got to have hope, still. Um, <laughs> what is he like to work with? Oh, he's amazing. Um, you know, I was I was just saying earlier on that I remember when I saw. Culture Club come on the radio. That was a real event, and you know you had these kind of these pinnacle events in pop culture and in mm. your and in, in growing up that you kind of remember. And that was one of them. Um, you know, so if you think back to when that was and how much experience comes along with someone like that, I think mm. if you're an artist coming on the show, you've got this wealth of riches to kind of to choose from as far as coaches are concerned. It's a really great panel this year. I uh, saw a great uh, viral video of you uh, just the other day, actually, um, singing along with a busker. Uh, and right. you, you were singing, a, I think you were singing a police song. It was fantastic. How did that all come about? Was that just, was that really spur of the moment? Well, it's something I started doing, kind of, it's something that naturally sort of developed while I was on tour. Go, You know, with each city I played in, I'd go and listen, I'd go for a walk about and listen for the local talent. Right. And then... Uh, you know, a lot of the time, that's where the real talent is, you mm. know, because if they're not good, 
uh, they, they don't eat. They sing for their supper, so to speak. So you have to be good to survive as a busker, as a street musician. Mm. So a lot of the time I'd go kind of looking around and, and, and talking with them and spending time and listening to them and realizing that, um, that uh, you know, I've just been really fortunate uh, because here are you know, some really talented people who perhaps just never had the opportunity or it passed them by or, or, or what have you. So, you know, now they're in the situation where they're singing to kind of, you know, maximum a crowd of 20, you know, or whatever. Um, I thought it would be a really good idea to kind of to introduce, you know, each city to its local talent mm -hmm. by bringing them on stage. And so they would come and open up the show for me that evening. Wow. wow. And, uh, even, even though we had an opening act, you know, I kind of bumped that act yeah. uh, wow. uh, uh, back a <laughs> oh, little bit. Oh, they would bit. have loved that. They would have loved that. A busker. Hey, hey. Silk, I'm gonna, I want to suggest something for The Voice. And I, uh, I've had this deep down in my thoughts for a long time. Oh, here mm. we go. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard about me, but I'm a pretty big ideas man. Mm. Um, You're a big ideas man? Yep. Are you a big idea or a, an ideas man? A mm, bit of both. Uh, well, sometimes the things, the, the connection between my brain and my mouth just amazes people. And when I let it out... Oh, right. It, okay. So you're not really a big idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and it's arguable if you're an ideas man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's that voice? Okay. Well, I, you go. We'll, we'll go along with it in any case. Thanks, I would you. love to see on The Voice mm. a year where they do a, um, like a series where you don't get to see the person until they win. So you know how you press the oh, button and the chair yeah. turns around? Uh -huh. I would love to see where you guys pick the people as they go along just on their performance, but you don't get to see them until the grand final and the winner's been voted for and you yeah, spin around. but that... Uh, that sort of sounded like a really great idea, a really great idea mm. until I actually thought about it a little bit and it wouldn't work mm. because the whole, the whole point of this is that you're trying to take somebody who is really talented, yeah. re you know, probably got great artistry, mm. has an incredible voice, but something has held them back. Mm. Something, and, and as a coach, what you're trying to do is you're trying to bring them closer to answering that question. What is it that has held me back? Because once I figure out mm. what it is, then I can finally get to where mm. I'm, uh, I'm heading to. That involves mentoring. You can't mentor somebody. I, I couldn't imagine uh, mentoring uh, without actually seeing the person. Mm. So, much of, so much of that mentoring process is eye contact mm -hmm. and trust. And let's be and, honest, and, you and, get some people in there and you go, God, who did you dress with the lights off? You know, they can just change the person once you get them into the clothes that fits their personality. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it, again, it just, it takes, a, you, you have to connect with that person, mm. you know, to sort of coach them through. So it wouldn't really work, but nice idea. Yeah. Well, maybe not. Uh, look, Seal, buddy, really appreciate you coming on The Voice. Uh, it is back on Channel 9. Nice to talk to you. Nice to talk with you. Always a pleasure. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. On uh, Saturday night, we uh, dropped Gigi, my 13-year-old, we dropped her to a party and uh, her and her mates all got, all got ready at our place for pre's. They even call it pre's. Hey, um, even though they're not drinking, they still call it pre's. They still call it pre's. I know. Uh, so we, we dropped them at uh, this party. It was a big party too. There was about 80, 100 kids there. Wow. Um, it was so big, they had a security guy on the front door. Made me happy. 
mm. but they were checking checking names on the door. But uh, we dropped Gigi off, and uh, the girls went in. It was like, no, 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 don't pull up in front. You got to pull up a little further back so no one sees us. Get out of the car. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> totally get it. Been there before. Was a teenager myself. Uh, hang on, no, no, the uh, next suburb uh, we mean. <laughs> we'll, we'll, you drop us here. We'll get the bus. We'll but just, we dropped. We'll just open the car door and roll out at sixty. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. But we dropped her, and it was in a cul-de-sac. So we went to the end of the street and turned around. And sure enough, at the at the end of the street, there's a because it was like a I think like a fourteen year old party or a thirteen year old party. There's a couple of older kids in one of the front lawns at the end of the cul-de-sac, maybe ten of them, all kind of standing around, kind of looking to the left, looking to the right. Three of them are holding out half empty uh, kind of like Coke bottles, six hundred mil Coke bottles, <sighs> and one of them's got a glass bottle, kind of decanting into the Coke bottle, like, no one will ever know what we're doing here. This is the first time anyone's ever done this. And uh, Odie and I were doing, I'm doing a three-point turn, and so the headlights came upon them. They all look at us, like, like me and Audrey cats. and I were just like, nah, kids, you're not reinventing the wheel there. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> look at that. Not going to get away with that watermelon. one. Mind you, the bottle seems quite small, 600 mil. I was always a two-liter kind of guy. You can't get in a house party. With, you can't get in a faster security guy with a two-liter kind of guy. Yeah, we, never, make... we never had security when we went to parties. Remember, yeah. things, have, things have changed. You have. Well, they've to... got to now because yeah. it just all it takes is one person to Snapchat a location, and then yes. boom, it's yeah. it's on, Maddie. So, don't but... you feel like Osha, you're not going to let them get away with so much because you've been there and done that. Oh, it's like you think you're being smart. You think you're the first person to ever do that, young man. But in fact, no, uh, that's never happening. That's you're never getting away with that. And I'm sure you're the same, Abby. I'm sure that you, there's things that you did when you were going to parties in high school that your kids would be like trying it for the first time. You're like, no, 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 I invented yeah. that. Well, I've got boys, so I don't know if they do the same, but I used to do the typical, like my dad and mum used to go, oh, you are not going out wearing that. And I used to go, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. No, you're right. That's, I can't wear a midriff with the short skirt. Totally right. Go and change, put that in a plastic bag, throw it over the fence out the back. So I would leave the house and then go and get changed. What's really annoying is if you forgot to get changed when they'd come to pick you up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because you'd be stuff. running around the party trying to go, where is, does anyone yeah. know this plastic bag? So my kids would never be able to get away you with that. need a cloakroom for all the girls just to put their plastic bags there, yeah. you know, when you get to the party. You know, the thing with that is though, and I'm not giving ideas, but kids are so crafty now, wouldn't surprise me. If they would go there the week before, dig a hole <laughs> with the clothes in a plastic bag, cover it over, plant a plant. Then when they get to the party, dig it up, get dressed. Plant a plant. <laughs> plant a plant. Kids are crafty, man. Cover your they'll, they'll, they'll... Go back 60 years later. Look at this acorn tree. Under there is my sexy outfit. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, oh. you know, it's, it's, it's not like, because then the next one, of course, is you tell them you're staying over at my house. Yeah. And yes. I'll tell them we're staying over at your house. Yeah. And no one will ever know we're staying at their house. Yeah, my parents did that. They were like... Like, oh, no worries. That's fine. Just when you get to the party, make sure you get their dad to call us. <sighs> so we had to go around and try and find someone who sounded like a deep voice. Wow. And so I was like, you put it on. So we yeah. got someone to give a call to my parents. Yeah, and it, hello. It's a Cassandra's dad. Yeah, and, a 16-year-old um, guy trying to pretend to be a dad. They came back to that party, yeah, party and picked us up. Yeah. Everything's fine. But, uh, you know, obviously, none of this stuff is new. And <laughs> I'd, I'd love to know what else is out there that your, your teenagers think they're getting away with. Like, what are they never going to get away with? Because you and You did it too. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, 131060, that is our number. Uh, we will change your names, parents, in case you're wondering if the kids might hear it.
Um, that's always good. Don't let be me, honest. Let me point deceive out, the let, children. Yeah. Let me point out that, that Gigi had a fantastic time. She danced all night. She, you know, she uh, those those kids who were in the front yard didn't end up getting in because the security guard took one for their breath and went, no, 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 no. And did she also tell you that she just danced with girls and didn't talk to boys, Osh? Because that's what I used to say. Abby. <laughs> Oh, he's got to stop doing this to him. Yeah. You know he gets greyer you know, every time this happens. the guys are so immature. I, we just like to go and dance with the girls. You're watching the grey hair come out of my head uh-huh. as you speak. <laughs> Did you check for the shovel in the garden shed? <laughs> guys, you're knocking the schedule of The Bachelor out. Next we'll be like, look, he went grey in a week. <laughs> um, Kim from Forest Lake, what kind of things, is it, is it you or your, or your brother or someone in your family think they can get away with, but you're like, nah, I invented that. Well, I'd never let my kid get away with wagging because my brother used to... So when the whole... Te- like, when phones and mobile phones became really popular, he mm. was in grade 10, right. and he got a form to take home to get mum's mobile number. And instead of getting mum's, he filled in his own. So he would wag school, and then the school would text him saying, oh... Your son's absence from school. Pretty clever. Why is that? Is he sick? And he texts him back saying, yep, he's sick um, and fine. So mum never found out about it. Yeah, so he's, oh, he's sick house. and he's definitely at home signed his mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it happens now. Yeah, wow. That's clever at least. I mean, you've got to give him points, right? Is, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I could why, never and, um, w- work out why my teachers couldn't realise how many times my mother's signature changed as well. Throughout the years. I, I swear to God, the office ladies were just like, well, we've got the document. It doesn't matter. You're uh, still alive. Crack yeah. it down. I only wagged once. We went to um, the local shops, the local Westfield, and we bumped into the girl that I was wagging with her mum, and she made us do all the grocery shopping. Wow. <laughs> wow. 13, 10, 60, that is the number. Uh, your kids won't get away with it because you were the master. Sheila, Sheila. and Dackerman, yeah. What were you the master of? <laughs> Hey, um, hey. I would never get my, let my daughter get away with um, trying to have a cover-up to go to a party because let's just say I was the black sheep in the family. So I used to tell my mum that I had a shift at the takeaway store I used to work at after oh, school yeah. and that my girlfriend would pick me up and I'd have a sleepover. Uh-huh. So I'd have all my party clothes at the bottom of my bag and my PJs, my blanket, and all that sort of stuff on the top. So she had no idea. The cover. How long the did cover. it work? Did, did your mum ever, ever um, clue in? It worked for a little while um, until she realised, oh, she actually met my friend's mum <laughs> at the store and said, yeah. oh, how, how well has been Sheila been behaving at your place? And she's like, um, uh, what are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> oh damn. It's a trap. Yeah, yeah. It's a trap. Kayla on the sunny coast. Uh, what will your Hi, kids get you away with? Uh, wouldn't get away with going out to a party. I used to put my green bag down the back of my stockings, put my skirt over it. My dad was an electrician, so he had fine tubes, so I'd hit the tube into the green bag nozzle, what? put it around oh my, my shirt, and then drink it that way. So, but wait, have but a bubble tubes. Butt. But so oh your, your ass got gradually smaller as the night went on. Is that how that worked? It did, yeah. It was a bit of a catfish. That's so hilarious. Had a, so you had, you had, yeah. a, you had like a goony camelback. <sighs> yeah. You know they yeah. have those now. You invented that and yeah. now that's an actual thing. Yeah, I, I should have been a million. I, I know, know. You must be headless. Start as Kim Kardashian, <laughs> finish up as Jacinta Campbell. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. 
I'm grateful for a lot of things. We had a great show today. Uh, with some things that you might be able to catch up on the podcast. Uh, we, we had the room full of swimsuit models and a very, very embarrassed Matt Acton trying to guest bust sizes as a way to train him. Yeah. To buy lingerie for his wife. Yeah. I'm just, I've seen a bit of the video yeah. from Facebook Live <laughs> and I am a loser. Oh. Thank you very much, guys. No, you're not. I've all that research, all that time you spend in your life looking at boobs, you couldn't figure out what size they were. I actually got them wrong as well. Yeah. And we it's, did trick you. One of them had a push-up bra on. It's very confronting. That, I've yeah. But, great radio. Uh, you can find <laughs> it on the podcast. <laughs> so I'm thankful for that, but there's some things I'm just not thankful for. And that's why we have Richard Clayderman to help us get through this part, which is called Thanks But No Thanks. And so to you, my current schedule that I share with my wife. We both work a lot of jobs because we're freelancers. And it turns out that we end up getting to bed usually about an hour or two after we plan it. So around about 11 o'clock. And then we lie there and realise we haven't talked to each other all day. So then we spend another hour talking. And then it's midnight. And then the alarm's going off in four and a half hours. Uh, so thanks, but no thanks. You don't just fall asleep during the chat and get in trouble? Get whacked in the face? You've met my wife? <laughs> <laughs> hey... People that listen to this show. Don't stop, please. (laughs) I'm honestly so thankful. I generally love our listeners, and I love it when people come up and talk about what's on the show. But sometimes I forget about things that happen and forget what I've said. And when I try to buy a new jumper in two different colours, because I thought I needed both, and I go to swipe my credit card, and the lady behind the counter looks at me again and says... What would Maddie think? Because oh! he put you on a budget. Wow. And I go, what? Oh, not me. Nope, different person. <laughs> I appreciate it. Could but be at worse. that point, I did not need the reminder. She could have gone, is this going to act up with your Richie nipple? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. But no, thanks. <sighs> Hello, receptionist at Western Suburbs. Taxi exchange or whatever that is <laughs> in 17 Mile Rocks. Yes, I lost my keys in a cab at 4 a.m. Friday morning. Yeah. But I was coming to work. Wasn't yet drunk. Planned to get drunk later that afternoon. That's why I didn't need my car. <laughs> so when I called up Tuesday to collect them and I said to you, I wasn't even drunk. And you said, I don't believe you. Wow, straight out. You're a liar. No one has ever come to collect something lost in a cab sober. I honestly swear to God, I was sober. She said, is this spare shoe yours as well? No, it wasn't. Thanks. But no thanks. Lovely lady, though, besides that. Hey there, my four-year-old daughter. I'm not going to lie, you're not the most coordinated kid I've ever come across. (laughs) But for some reason, when we're playing catch with a ball, you somehow become Hawkeye from the Avengers (laughs) and manage to hit my balls every single time. (laughs) You promised me you're not aiming, but there's a funny little gleam in your eye and an evil cackle that follows. She's her father's daughter. Four times in a row. Is that a hat trick? No, that's three. He's that's a three. slow learner. <laughs> sword. That's what it is. <laughs> thanks. But no thanks. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105.